wait. Zachary Lyons and Andy Carasquillo coming to you with wonderful, a celebration of Pokemon Snap. Episode, what are we on? Episode six. <laughs> How are you doing, Andy? I'm pretty good. How are you, Zach? Very, very good. We are you're, close to wrapping this series up. Your impression of Professor Oak is getting better each episode. <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting some good practice. So uh, let's just get straight into it. Uh, this episode, we are going to discuss other Pokemon game spin-offs games that got their own sequels and uh continuations compared to ones like pokemon snap that never got follow-ups what before i go down my list because i've got a massive list of pokemon games right in front of me uh andy what are some of your other favorite pokemon spin-offs uh, i really like the mystery dungeon series some of the stadium series well specifically one and two i played a lot of puzzle league I don't. I don't think I enjoyed it, but I just played a lot. <laughs> this one that was it was there. And it was available. And it was a simple puzzle game, right? Yeah, I think someone like bought it for me when I was a kid on the Game Boy, and I was just like, "Well, I want to play Pokemon, so I'm gonna play Puzzle League." Yeah, sure, sure. And I played a lot of the trading card game for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, that's just regular Game Boy, unless there was a well. But I played it, it on Boy my Color. Advance. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I played that one a lot too. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand how to play the Pokemon game, like the oh, card game, but it's such a good primer, like to, to if you actually want to get into the card game, it's a nice way to get into it casually and mm-hmm. just learn the basics. I mean I imagine I haven't played the card game since I was like fifteen, so it's been a while and I'm sure there have been new rules introduced and changes to it, but Yeah, there's even new cards still, like I feel like it would be a nice primer. Yeah. There's new cards like uh, GX cards. That sure, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just like um, like a beefed up version. You're only allowed to use like one GX card per game, I think. Okay. And when it gets knocked out, um, your opponent takes three prize cards. Neat. So it's like a risk reward. But yeah, their, yeah, sure. their attacks are ridiculous, like 250 damage. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's uh pretty impressive yeah i can see why there'd only be one allowed in a in a deck yeah so i i quite enjoyed pokemon stadium one but that's the only pokemon stadium game i ever played and i really got into hold on zach you never played pokemon stadium 2 excuse me excuse me i'm sorry that just (laughs) caught me so off guard (laughs) no i never i never like i was a kid and i could uh, i had to rely on my parents to buy me things that i wanted and uh, i don't think i actually ever owned a nintendo 64 until after i moved out on my own and bought my own and by that time you know it was well past and i didn't 
you know, I was into other things at the time, whatever, for whatever reason. My friends didn't have Pokemon Stadium 2. I just only ever played Pokemon Stadium 1. And I still have it to this day, but I just never picked up 2. Or Coliseum, or Gale of Darkness, or Battle Revolution. You've never played any of those? Nope. Oh my god. Nope. That's why you're on the show. You're my Pokemon expert. <laughs> I've played the all of those I've games. I've played, I enjoy, but man, yeah. And like, even Pokemon Stadium 1, I never really played... I, I did play the battles, you know, that's the whole point of it. But my favorite part was always the mini games, like the mini Oh, yeah, yeah, the mini the games are so eating fun. And, you know, those, that's like the best part of Pokemon Stadium, in my opinion. And, like, I'd love to have Pokemon Party, like Mario Party, but for Pokemon, just have a bunch of mini games go around to board. Like, that'd be fun to me. Like, I feel like they should switch. It. That's not the topic of this conversation. Stay on track, Lion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for an episode of Super Nerd Pals or something. Oh, yeah. But in any case, I, I really enjoyed Pokemon Stadium, and I really enjoyed Pokemon Pinball for a long time. I didn't play Ruby and Sapphire, but the original Pokemon Pinball I got super into for a while. I still have my original Pokemon Pinball. It was such a fun game. Like I, I liked that trend in the late 90s of pinball games. Like There was Sonic's Pinball and Pokemon Pinball, and I feel like a couple others. Didn't they? Yeah. Have a, I think they had a Metroid Pinball on Game Boy Advance. I can Maybe? not remember for sure. But uh, I seem to recall that, like, because how Samus can roll up into her little ball. I feel like there was a Metroid pinball game. At any rate, I, I think that that kind of thing was pretty neat. And it feels like in the early 90s, or uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Nintendo was a lot more willing to do those different kind of takes on their franchises. Whereas nowadays, everyone's so focused on having the next big entry. Everyone wants Metroid Prime 4 and the Switch title Nintendo RPG. And like, I'm not saying that those things are things that we shouldn't have, because we absolutely should. There's a reason why the mainline series are there. But if they gave us more little things, like there's heaps of side games for Mario. Yeah. And there's still a fair amount for Pokemon. It's just not Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, people wouldn't be so crazed and starved for uh, Metroid Prime 4 if they gave us more side games. Not like Federation Force, but like other things in the universe. We Again, that's not the topic of this conversation. What am I doing? Just so you know, just so you know, Zach, you're right. There is a Metroid Prime pinball for the DS. Cool. Awesome. DS, not Game Boy Advance. But at any rate, there. so the, there are a lot of different... Pokemon spinoffs that have received sequels. Stadium has like half a dozen. There were two trading card games, like the original trading card games on Game Boy Color, and then they had a recent one in the last few years for mobile tra Pokemon trading card game online. There's two Pokemon pinball games. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven mystery dungeon games. There's half a dozen Ranger games. There's three or four Rumble games. There's two Puzzle League games. There's two Petroze games. There's Two Poke Park games on the Wii and on the Wii U. There's Pokemon Tournament, and while it's not technically a sequel, Pokemon Tournament DX, which is you know just a director's cut with all the DLC from the Wii U and more stages and more fighters and stuff. So even though it's not a new game, a new entry in the series, it's like a definitive edition with more content. And I'd, I'd I would even take a definitive edition of Pokemon Snap with new content. Give us that Ekans that was cut. Give us the Ghost level that was cut. You know, stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And then there's there's also Pokemon Shuffle, which got two installments. Pokemon Shuffle, that was another one, yep. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, you know, a puzzle game. They've got so many different puzzle games between Shuffle and Troze and Puzzle League. 
So they've got plenty of Pokemon puzzle games. But the other games, I've got a list of games for the Pokemon series that were one-offs that never got sequels. There's Hey You Pikachu, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Dash, Pokemon Conquest, Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Picross. So there's Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Picross, Detective Pikachu, and Pokemon Quest. You forgot in Pokemon. You got forgot Pokemon Magikarp Jump. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So admittedly, <laughs> I didn't go big into the uh, the mobile apps. Listen. Fair call. Fair do call. Do you know I how many hours I, put I maxed into that out game? everything in Magikarp Jump? I am with you one hundred percent. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so out of those, I feel like there's a few that could have very easily got sequels, but they just haven't. So Pokemon Snap's not the only one. Like I really, really, really loved uh, Pokemon Conquest on the DS. Uh, if anyone's unfamiliar, it was a kind of unexpected and strange crossover between Pokemon and a mostly Japanese exclusive series called Nobunaga's Ambition which is like a strategy RPG, kind of like the tactics games, uh, Ogre Tactics and Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that. It's on a grid base. I picked it up on a whim one day because I had a gift card for an electronics store, and like I loved that game. It was so much fun. Like It was a really fun and unique spin on the classic Pokemon gameplay style. You still only had a team of six, but your team of six could be on a field all at once, and you could move them and then uh, fight Pokemon, fight the other trainers Pokemon or try fight uh, random Pokemon and you're playing different characters in the world of Nobunaga's ambition. So like they took these established characters from the series, even though I wasn't familiar with them because it's a Japanese series, they were still just characters that I was getting to know and they were pre-established in the series and they just gave them Pokemon companions and it was really cool. And that's one that I would love to see a sequel for, but because it was so niche and it was a crossover, the Japanese only uh, franchise, it was a shock that it even came out west, so I really don't see them making a follow up to that. But I'm I okay with that. But why don't they? Why don't they do that crossover with other Nintendo titles that are uh, turn based like that, such as Fire Emblem? Example. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Do a Fire Emblem Pokemon game. They did Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem on yeah. the Wii U. That was it. Uh, Fe fates or something i forget what it was what the it would be it would be so was, cool to see like a, a persona pokemon dungeon crawler yeah no that'd be awesome they, there's a lot of possibility to explore there and the fact that they've got pokemon conquest means that they're open to the idea of such things and that'd be really cool yeah. but as it stands uh pokemon conquest doesn't has a, doesn't have a sequel other ones on the list like pokemon picross pokemon shuffle pokemon quest those are like small games they're mobile games they're puzzle games they're things that aren't really like if they can make follow-ups pretty easily just because they're just gonna use the same assets with new stages and stuff so those you know could take or leave they'll probably come out with more but i'm not worried either way i feel hey, you like pikachu go ahead go ahead with uh pokemon picross that that game kind of does have a sequel in the form of pokemon art academy uh, but Art Academy is a bit different from Picross. Uh, Art Academy is more like you learn how to draw them, right? And Picross is more the puzzle game where you're getting the pixel images. You you could do you could do both in the game. Oh, in Art Academy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat! I haven't played it, so I, I sure. played I played a little bit. I have it, but I played it for like maybe two hours, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this game." 
I'm yeah, not an artist. Cool. I can't draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. I hear you. But uh, again, you know, it's it's semantics. You're, we're talking semantics there, and it's still, even if it did get a sequel, well, there you go. Po- Pokemon Picross has a kind of sequel, and Pokemon Snap doesn't. <laughs> but Hey You Pikachu is another one on that list. And I think that was a good experiment because Nintendo and Pokemon are always experimenting and trying new things and trying to push the envelope with innovation. And I did not care for that game. I thought it was kind of dumb. But, you know, I know people enjoyed it, and fair enough. But I think it was more beneficial for trying new things and seeing what they could do in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like there's a game that I didn't put on here called Pokemon Dream Radar on the 3DS. And that's more like a mobile app for the 3DS than anything. And that was their first uh, experiment of dipping their toes into AR. Because the 3DS had those cards that it came with, with the Nintendo characters. And Mm -hmm. you can take AR pictures, augmented reality. And Pokemon Dream Radar was their first go at letting you take pictures of Pokemon and catch Pokemon in the room you're in or outside or wherever you have your 3DS. And then have them transfer to your black and white. Yeah, and that was a really cool experiment. It wasn't really a game. It wasn't fleshed out. It was just like a mini game that could connect to black and white. But it was a neat thing to do. And then from there, I'm certain that they learned things from that that they implemented in Pokemon Go. And I, I played so much Dream Radar. I, I, I didn't even have black and white, but I still played a lot of Dream Radar. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I thought it was such a cool idea. But again, like they followed up with that. They used that innovation, that technology, on uh, mobile phones, the Pokemon Go. So they've taken that and followed it up somewhere. And then Detective Pikachu is... So my the three that I feel are most warranting for a sequel on this list of others are Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Conquest, and Detective Pikachu. And Detective Pikachu, because there's so much buzz around the Hollywood movie with Ryan Reynolds right now, like, I have no doubt in my mind that in the next year or two we're going to get a sequel to Detective Pikachu. Like, just, they would be silly not to because that's going to be so big and so popular. And I think that'd be really cool to see another Detective, Detective Pikachu. But, so that leaves me with those three. I don't think Pokemon Conquest is going to get a sequel. I do think Detective Pikachu is going to sequel going to get a sequel. And Pokemon Snap, I always hope, but I never expect. <laughs> I feel like they have a missed opportunity with um with Hey You Pikachu. I mean, I know as much as you say that you don't really care for it, but everything from the DS up came with microphones. Yeah, you know. So wrong. they could have easily Wii, made like, like a they could have made a Hey You series that wasn't necessarily about Pikachu, but like... Yeah, oh, for sure. Hey You Eevee. Like, they've got uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Hey You Eevee. I-, I think there was a lot of missed opportunity, but again, like you said, I mean, we still don't have Pokemon Snap, and also from the DS on, every single handheld system came with a camera. Yeah, and like, as soon as the 3DS came out, Fans of Pokemon Snap were like, this would be... And, like, the augmented reality, because they did Dream Radar. People were like, the 3DS would be so cool to do Pokemon Snap, because you could do... You could have AR functionality in it, and you could take pictures of Pokemon in... Like, you could have the main game, and then you could also take pictures of Pokemon in augmented reality. And, obviously, again, they've implemented that with Pokemon Go, so that's really a moot point now. But at the time, Pokemon Go was, like, eight years off or something... And so it was such a unique concept and really cool to think about. 
and everyone's like the 3ds would be great because you don't have to make it console quality graphics like we'll be happy with the n64 quality graphics just give us another pokemon snap game yeah but they just didn't and then the wii u came out and there was the dual screen functionality with you know some games you'd hold the wii u gamepad up to the tv and use it as a camera or like a telescope or something and not many games took advantage of that functionality. Most games only used the Wii U gamepad as an alternate screen. So one person could use the television to watch movies or play PlayStation while you played your Wii U on the gamepad. So unfortunately, a lot of games didn't take full advantage of that capability. But the technology was there, and you could do it. And again, the fans came out like, why haven't you brought Pokemon Staff to the Wii U? This would be the perfect console for it. And, like, you need some big sellers for the Wii U because it wasn't doing so well. Pokemon Snap would be a relatively low budget, as far as Pokemon games go, game to produce. Yeah. But they didn't, for whatever reason. And now I honestly feel like the 3DS and the Wii U would have been more perfect systems than the Switch. But the Switch still has... The Switch is like a Wii U upgraded crazily because it's still got the tablet and you can still do the TV. The only difference is that it's really the tablet or the TV. It's not the tablet and the TV. But realistically, they can do a small... I mean, I, with Pokemon Let's Go, they came out with a small Pokeball-shaped controller. Mm-hmm. So why can't they come out with maybe like a pack that comes with a small camera-shaped controller? Eh, I feel like that might be taken a bit far because the Pokeball almost makes sense where you can hold the button and you know, shake the pokeball and throw it but i mean the I camera like... the camera can make sense yeah i guess it, they're it nintendo just... they can make things up they made the yeah. labo make sense <laughs> yeah well that's actually the labo is something i forgot to put in my notes but that's a great point i've seen people talking about the labo with pokemon snap because one of the things that i don't think it's out yet for the labo but they they promoted in their initial advertising of the labo was there's a set to make a camera and people were like, let's use the Labo camera to do Pokemon Snap. And that would be amazing. And I agree. That would be so cool. Like, I would get the Labo equipment specifically for a Pokemon Snap game. And that would be so awesome. Even yeah. if it was just, like, a mini game with the Labo. Like, the game is Nintendo Labo Camera Edition. And one of the things you can do it in it is a Pokemon Snap stage just to test the waters, just to gauge fan interest. Like, I would be supportive of that, 100%. Maybe they haven't done it because they think the outspoken fans are a a vocal minority. But I bet you if they did that kind of thing to test the waters, it would be sufficiently successful for them to to merit making a full sequel. And honestly, it would definitely boost something like the Labo sales. Oh, for sure. And, like, I, I totally respect and understand that the Labo isn't supposed to be geared towards your average everyday gamer like it's experiment it's supposed to be educational it's supposed to be more uh like creativity as opposed to just playing games and i appreciate what they're doing there but if they integrate some of their properties into the labo a bit more then i feel like it would give them more widespread sales if they do some mario labo if they do some pokemon labo if they do some you know star fox labo whatever like they could do some crossover labo and Nintendo property content really easily because they own all of it and they just need to do that. And like Junichi Masuda, the, the, I forget if he's the director of the Pokemon games or the producer, but he's been heavily involved in a lot in the Pokemon company for a while. And he's the one that people have been interviewing for the last few years. 
regarding most Pokemon titles, and he's been asked several times about a Pokemon Snap follow-up. And he said that like he's totally open to doing it. He's not going to poo-poo the idea if someone says, hey, we should make another Pokemon Snap game. But his thing is that he wants it to be innovative. He wants it to push the envelope, as always. He wants he doesn't want it to just be more of the same. He wants there to be something new to make it more interesting. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. But if you do, use the Labo. That's new and exciting and interesting. And that would add a gimmick, if you wanted to add a gimmick, to make it different. If you, if you want something more interesting to go back into, go to episode 5 and 4 of this series. Where, yeah, absolutely. Where We've you and ideas. I give a bunch of new and pitches, interesting ideas. I think the difference is that what we were pitching is more ideas to expand on the original game, which honestly is what most fans want. They like, we like the 64 game because of how it was implemented. And we'd like that, but updated and upgraded for modern technology. You know, give it better graphics, give us some more items and some more flexibility and some more stages and some more Pokemon to take pictures of. But he's looking more at not just making the stages bigger and adding more creatures, but he's looking at what are some ways we can make this game different, like using modern technology as opposed to just making better graphics, but using like the Wii had the nunchuck and the Wii remote gimmick and the Wii U had the tablet as a gimmick. Like that's the kind of thing he's referring to as far as i understand the context yeah but let me let me just tell you there is no difference between any of the rumble games there's no difference between any of the ranger games there's no difference between any of the rescue team games or the main the mainstream games like there's you collect eight badges you fight the elite four and you have a team of six pokemon like the biggest shakeup was in let's go where they ditch the random battles and like it's not bad to have shakeups like that But it's just, that's exactly my point that I've wanted to make, is that so many Pokemon games have the same formula. But, like, they add new gimmicks. There's new mini-games. There's new things to do, like Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Like, in Pokemon Red and Blue, this is the game. In Pokemon Yellow, oh, Pikachu follows you around, and you can interact with them. Pokemon Silver and Gold, oh, now there's eggs and breeding, and there's, you know, a casino or something. Then Pokemon Silver, there's or uh, Pokemon Crystal, there's more. And each generation adds more to it. But the base game is the same. You're traveling around this new region. You're collecting as many Pokemon as you can. Like you said, you're collecting the badges. You're fighting the final enemies or the final Elite Four. And you're defeating whatever bad guys there are that time. And you win the game. And then grind for IVs. (laughs) Listen, that's where I thrive. And shinies and shinies, you know. And that's something. I don't think we mentioned that. They could have shinies in Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. That would be awesome. Every time you go into a stage, there's a 1 in 4,000 chance that this exactly. Pokemon will be a shiny. That any random one will be shiny. And like that would get you a huge point bonus to take a picture of a shiny. That would be awesome. I would love that. It would get me really angry if I couldn't get the shiny picture <laughs> in like a good position. Oh, but that would be part of the replay. Like the People grind so many dozens upon hundreds of hours in Pokemon games looking for shiny Pokemon. Not just looking for shiny Pokemon, but looking for perfect IV sh- shiny Pokemon. I am and proud like, I am proud to say that I have spent 800 hours in Pokemon X. <laughs> That's amazing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly, exactly my point. People would spend a lot of time with Pokemon Snap 2 or Pokemon Snap Switch or whatever they want to call it 
if they added just something simple like that, adding shiny, because people would want to get that that perfect shot of a shiny Pokemon. And it would be difficult, and it would be stressful, but when you get that shot, it would be feel so, rewarding. so good. And, like, you'd share it online, and, like, people would be, that's awesome, you know? You'd have your own satisfaction, and then you could share with your friends online, and that would be so cool. I would love it so much. So they, there are, in my eyes, plenty of ways that they can innovate and add modern Pokemon mechanics into Pokemon Snap 2 and make it so much fun. They just need to try. <laughs> Perhaps I mean, I'm asking too much. Perhaps I'm an entitled fanboy. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, there's a game where they literally decided, all right, you can only double battle. And then they decided, let's what make do you a mean, sequel. double battle? Uh, in Pokemon uh, Coliseum, you can only double battle. Is that 2v2? Yeah. Okay. And gotcha. I swear to God, every single battle with every enemy takes about 30 minutes. Wow. So Why? <laughs> Why? Because double battles take so long, and then you have to that wait for four awful. Pokemon animations, and most of those people have like six Pokemon. Sure, okay, fair enough. And, Yikes. and it becomes stressful, and they decided, hey, that wasn't enough. Let's make Gale of Darkness, where it's still just double battles. Yikes again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like they've got a good formula with Pokemon Snap, and all they need to do is bring them, again, I'm, I'm repeating myself now, but bring the modern mechanics into it, make it just a little longer, add some more Pokemon, add some more stages, all the same stuff I've said before. But they don't need to go crazy with the gimmicks, but if they really want to, the Labo is right there staring them in the face. And they should absolutely do that if they want to. And get me and Zach on this project. So many Pokemon games that didn't really need sequels or that were just so simple puzzle games. I mean, again, I get it. Puzzle games are like the easiest things to make follow-ups for because you're basically reusing most of the assets. And it's there's a lot less animations and whatnot. But the fans want Pokemon Snap, you guys. <laughs> please, please give us Pokemon Snap 2. Andy, any any following, any closing thoughts on this topic? If we could get Pokemon Puzzle League 2, why can't we have <laughs> Pokemon Snap 2? Well, there's Pokemon Puzzle Challenge and Pokemon Puzzle League. So there have been two Pokemon Puzzle games. You, you're just being greedy now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that the game's got a passionate audience for a reason. Because the game by itself is fun. Plain and simple. I mean, it's just literally the spawn of, of this podcast. Exactly. Just and this is a, a podcast about a game that's twenty years old now. Just give us more of that, updated for the modern day, please, please Nintendo, please Game Freak, please Pokemon Company, whoever we need to talk to. Masuda. I mean, who else? Who how else? many Pokemon Snap focused podcasts are there out there? Hopefully, this will find the, its way into their ears somehow. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's that's it for episode six of Wonderful, a celebration of Pokemon Snap. Join us next time on episode seven. We're almost done. There's only eight episodes in the season, or in the season, in the series. Only eight episodes in this mini series. Next time is episode seven, and we will be discussing other games with camera modes, selfie modes, photo photo mechanics, stuff like that, and why that tells us now is the right time for Pokemon Snap two. So join us next week for episode 7, and we'll see you guys then. <laughs>